Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. So, you know, today we're going to talk about the thing, right? We are going to talk about the thing. <laughs> I think the best thing to do is just get this show started, right? Let's let's get this show started. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming. As usual, with you, with me, on the other side of Skype, is my fantastic co-host. Her name is Jocelyn. I like saying Jocelyn as a whisper. I, I like it too. <laughs> I like hearing it. <laughs> Jocelyn. Yeah. Kind of calm it's you like, down. It's kind of like Derillo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except that, you know, you don't announce your name at, at, at in the beginning of every song like Jason Derulo does, you know. But we can do that at the beginning of every podcast, can't we? <laughs> oh lord yeah I'm just going to start doing that every time I walk into work I'm just going to whisper my name <laughs> Jocelyn people, people leave me alone so of course man if there's one thing people uh, are afraid of is even the semblance of crazy yes like, yeah, let's leave this one alone she seems yes. crazy yes <laughs> That's yes. the best way to let, 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 uh, get them to get them to leave you alone, actually. <laughs> yeah. So uh, today, in this beautiful week, we are going to talk about the show The Boys. Yes. This show has flown under the radar for whatever reason. Like, I don't see a lot of people talking about it. And I want to know why, because this is one of the best little shows that Amazon has put out there. What do you think? I agree with you 100%. And after the really crappy week this country and other countries have had, um, watching the boys for me was something I really needed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, uh, know, I don't know why, but like... When I saw the boys, you know, I, I didn't, the, the title of the show didn't, didn't like pull me in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I had to actually see a little bit of the trailer before I could be like, huh, this is watchable. <laughs> you know? Even when I saw the trailer, I was kind of like, is this going to be like one of those Umbrella Academy things? I'm not so sure about this. You know, one of those, I don't know, like, I think one of there's another super anti-superhero show out there that just kind of looked like it might be promising and then turned out to be incredibly stupid. But this is not one of those. No, no. This, this is, this is not incredibly stupid. Should say all of the warnings that pop up at every the beginning of every episode, please take those seriously. Don't that watch this with any children anywhere around. That is true. <laughs> and they do well to, to, to give out those warnings because at least you know what you're going into. Yes. You know, there's no surprise there. When they tell you, you know, these contains violence, nudity, rape, <laughs> you better be sure that you're going to see something like that. Yeah, uh, you're, you're in for a wild ride. Uh, but I was really surprised to see a couple of people in there. We're going to get into the cast in a few minutes. But overall, like, tell me, you know, going into the show, as I said to you before, like, you know, I went into it like, okay, let me see what this is all about. And what actually made me go into it is because I was flipping through Twitter on our um, Kicking and Streaming account, and somebody posted... The Boys is the Game of Thrones of superheroes. <laughs> They're like, okay, that's a bold assessment. Let me go and find out what this guy is talking about, right? Uh, man, it did not disappoint, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I, um, I did not know that it was based on a graphic novel, comic book. My, my husband enlightened me on that. So... Um, 
it's 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 just really really good it's it's really bad because you know there's a lot of really messed up shit that goes down yeah. in this show yeah. um but i just have to say um the performances in it are good the sense of humor is good it's yes. shot beautifully it's edited beautifully um i i i'm really needed this show in my life yeah yeah and 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 before we get into the cast tell me in terms of the characters who who did you favor who who were your favorite oh gosh that's hard um <laughs> honestly i think i think my favorite might be billy butcher <laughs> and that's mostly due to carl urban because i really really like carl urban a lot and um we'll probably watch anything he's in and i think he's underrated as an actor have you seen the movie dread that he's in no okay so dread is one of those movies that i don't think got enough appreciation when it came out or really ever um it's it's another one of those movies that is, is exactly what it needs to be. Like the the storytelling is perfect. There's no extraneous crap going on. It's violent as heck, um, but it's just it's it's a perfect telling of the story of the character of Judge Dredd. But anyway, um, Carl Urban was in that and had a a big part of why that movie was made. So honestly, I think Billy Butcher may be my favorite, but I think it's a lot to do with Carl Urban. Yeah, uh, Billy Butcher is 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 the guy, the guy's guy, in that he he takes a lot of risks, but not stupid risks. He's just like ballsy like that, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like yes. sometimes you think, I don't think this guy thought this thing through. You you know what I mean? But yeah. I'm not sure he had an end game to this, but it seems to have worked out okay. I, exactly, exactly. That's exactly how everything happens with him, you know what I mean? And yeah. I like the fact that the character, even though he's an anti-hero, he's not perfect. Uh right. he's got he's got his he's it's pretty fucked up in his mind, Billy Butcher. Yes, <laughs> that is the truth. But yes, um is. I have to say that to tell you the truth, my favorite character was uh Frenchie. See, that was going to be my next my next one I was going to say was Frenchie. Frenchie. The entire little group that he put together is a bunch of misfits. Uh, but Frenchie was, Frenchie was endearing, to, to say the least. Yes. And for the longest time during, the film, during watching the show, I thought the dude playing Frenchie was actually French. I was surprised to learn that he was not French. <laughs> yeah, he's Israeli. Uh, that's, you know, but that, that's well acted and yeah. a very endearing character. So why don't we go and without, um, without spoiling it, let's dance around a bit trying to tell people what to expect from the boys. What, what, if you were to give people a, sym a synopsis of, of The Boys. How would you present it here? The Boys is based in a world where superheroes are real. And the superheroes are sort of um, corporate privatized. So they're uh, most of them, any of them that are, are, are super superheroes, you know, that have the, the, the licensing deals and the dolls and the merchandising and everything, um, have contracts with a particular company. And they are all very concerned with their image, of course. Right. And very concerned to look like superheroes. And the boys is referring to Billy Butcher and his gang who are determined to make everyone understand and see that the superheroes aren't so super. Right. That they're pretty terrible individuals, some of them. Some of them are really, really terrible individuals. Um, and they're determined to bring this to light in whatever manner they can make it happen. Exactly. And that at the end of the day, they are a corporate product more than anything else. They're, they're yes. No, you know, the representation of American heroism and blah, blah, blah. They yes. are a corporate product and they are well-managed, well-PR'd uh, as any corporate product. Right. Yes. And, and something I do have to interject while you're, while you're saying that is I want to say too, 
how pitch perfect this show gets uh, corporatism. Yes. Uh, when I worked in other areas, uh, I've worked for an extremely large company. And the um, level of the way the corporate bullshit and the parlay and the way everyone acts is so perfect when yes. they are in these scenes. They just get it right. They all, Everybody who worked on this has had to have had some experience in that corporate background because they get it so damn right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is an absolute fact that it shows you the douchebaggery that goes on <laughs> in the corporate world it, to a T. Like, really, really well acted, but the parts are well written and they really reflect today's uh, you know corporate life yes you know. corporate lifestyle corporate uh, jingo por corporate lingo corporate everything the yeah. whole uh, the whole facade the whole shebang <laughs> yes yes and yes like i as you just mentioned and perhaps I'm I'm le I'm learning of this for the first time as because you said it. I did not know that the boys was actually based on a, a was it a comic book? You said, yeah, graphic novel. A graphic uh, novel. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was a comic book series or just the the graphic novel, but at, at least at least that part. And the truth is, it is a very refreshing story. It's a very ref refreshing. And the crazy thing is everybody I've spoken to about the boys who've not heard of it or who have not watched it, as soon as I said, well, it is about superheroes, they're like, yeah, another one. And I'm like, no, that's the thing, though. You, it's not the kind of superhero shit that you are accustomed to. It, no. it, 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 it's It's a very different approach and you should not part from the concept from what you know of superhero if you want to watch this you have to go into it like let me see what this is all about imagine you knew nothing about superhero that's the best way for me to describe this show uh, I remember my wife being very like struck <laughs> Instead of like bummed out, like, oh my God, look at what they're doing to superhero. Now you can't believe in anything now. <laughs> like, Chris, you don't know that superheroes actually are real. So <laughs> but she Sweetheart, was like, I have to break it to you. I'm really sorry, honey, but. Um, no, but she was so genuinely bummed out. <laughs> sorry. That stinks. <laughs> but, um, you know, the show, again, I wish people would give Amazon Prime a chance. Because Amazon is putting out some really good stuff out there, man. And a lot of they people really, just don't know about it. They really are. But, and, I, you know, Amazon needs to give us, like, something like free Amazon accounts. I'll be happy with that. And I'll just talk about their stuff all day. <laughs> because I'm so angry at Netflix over canceling the OA. Yes. Um, and choosing quantity or something over quality when they have so much money and they could do, you know, they're throwing money at really crappy shows at the moment. Oh, yeah. And bring back the goddamn OA. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. seriously, at least give us the, the closure of one more season because give her all of her seasons. Give, give, give Brit Marling all of her seasons ultimately, but I mean, at least give us one more. What the hell? It, 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 it really buckles the mind. And I know that we're sort of veering off the, the topic here, but yes, you, you're right. The fact that, you know, Orange is a New Black went on for, I don't know what, five or six seasons, and it hasn't been the same show since the second season. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, this is a show that probably needed to be canceled at the third season. And yet they completely, com they, they co uh, continued to kind of like exploit and squeeze out something out of it because it became a trendy shit, you know? Yeah. And, and like, anyone who has a certain taste for what you watch and what you, you know, what you like, You'd be like, okay, so I'm done with this show, right? Like, boom, I'm done with it. 
Whereas the OA is quality from the beginning to end. And you know that these are people that aren't going to lose the north of of what they intended to do with the show. Britt Marling is on top of it. <laughs> like, she is on top of it. And if it takes her two or three years to come back and say, these are the next eight episodes that we're going to put in, you know what I mean? That's what she does. Because yes. she believes in the quality of her work. Yes. Now, how dare... How, like, really, I'm, I'm, I'm really pissed off at Netflix. I'm very, very disappointed because I really thought that they were somebody that supported the artist and the artist's work. And obviously something has changed um, because I think they used to definitely because otherwise we would have never gotten the OA at all from them anyway. So I'm like, Amazon, please pick up the OA. Hulu, please pick up the OA. Somebody, yeah, somebody give us more episodes because this is a show that deserves to be seen. And I know, I know that, the, you know, the OA is not everybody's cup of tea. No. But you cannot decide that you're just going to make content for, you know. Everybody. Yeah, for everybody. It's just like some of us, we have a certain taste that that's what we're looking for and that's why we pay for your services. Yes. Otherwise, we would have stuck with TV. <laughs> right, you know? right, exactly. We would have just stayed with cable. And, you know, so, like, what? whatever, man. I'm just pumped. <laughs> it's just, it's just bullshit. It's yes. bullshit. Bring back the OA. Bring back the OA. We Save the OA. Save it. Save it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Sorry yeah. for the tangent, everybody. We'll get back to the boys. But <laughs> no, we need. We had to go through the grieving process. What is it? The five stages of grief or whatever. So yeah, we 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 we're having a hard time here. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's for sure. Yeah, um, I'm sure John is too. <laughs> So let's go into the cast of The Boys. So you've already uh, talked about Carl Urban, who plays Billy Butcher. And girled over him. <laughs> I didn't so, realize he was from New Zealand. I thought he was Welsh, but he's from New Zealand. Is it? So do you remember we talked about this? And how I kept telling you, the thing about this dude is that I don't quite get him because his accent. Yes sometimes is sort of like estuary London, but for the most part, I get a bit of New Zealand, you know, Oceania English into it. You know what I mean? Uh, and I was yeah. like, this guy confuses the hell out of me, <laughs> you know, but yeah. there is something about his, his, I want to say dialect. There are some words that are very, that he says as Billy Butcher, that are very, very, very New Zealand, Australia, Oceania, to tell you the truth. Yes. Is the C word. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> these people love the C word. The C word and the T word. And the yes. T word, yes. <laughs> you know. And so, and I'm like, okay, he's giving me, like, really, Estuarian English. He's giving me, not necessarily to Cockney, but like your uh, um, sort of like working class Englishman kind of English. Yeah. But, the words that he's throwing out there are definitely New Zealand or Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he is from New Zealand. Uh, but the dude is great. He's he's funny. He's scary too. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Because he his violence he's is he's like a little bit nuts. Yeah, his violence as Billy Butcher is too calculated. Sometimes, and for me, that's what's scary. Like it's like. Uh, he, like whenever he kills somebody, you're like, oh shit, I didn't know he was going to go there. <laughs> right. You know, like that, 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 that one sounds so fast. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, so in terms of the, the superheroes, let's talk about them one by one. So Aaron Moriarty plays Annie January or... What is it that the, the what's her, her name of her of her character? Uh, Starlight. Starlight. She's like your your little Midwestern um, 
Christian girl. Girl next door, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. Supposed to be, you know, kind of milk toast, kind of bland, white bread America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think she's actually perfect for that for that character. She plays it to a T, isn't it? She really does. Yeah. She really does. And seeing her growth is great throughout the series. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, the person who plays her mother is actually, isn't Jane Cusack? Yes, I it I was driving me up the wall because I'm like, which Cusack is this? I know this is a Cusack. Which one is it? And it's um, I think it's Anne. Anne is it Anne yet? Anne instead of Joan. Because I'm like, if this is Joan, forgive me, but she's had some really bad plastic surgery. But it's <laughs> that was really not nice. But it, she just looks so different from from Joan. But it's not Joan. It's Anne. It's her sister. Yeah, yeah, and it, the Cusack brothers, siblings are something else. Yeah, they really are. It, they never go away. They they always pop up somewhere, don't they? <laughs> they do, and I feel like there's some contract somewhere that John has that Joan has to be at least have one line in every movie he's in. That's that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, I, I liked Erin Moriarty, and she was kind of driving me crazy during the, the entire show. Because the name sounded familiar, um, her face looks familiar, and like she was giving me like some younger Shakira vibe too. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But I, I didn't quite know who she was or, or or what. But she's been in a couple of things, right? She's been in True Detective. Um, she started. She had a recurring live on on the the soap opera One Life to Live. Uh, she's been in True Detective. She's been on uh, Red Widow. And she also had appearances on Jessica Jones, which is why I think her face looks so familiar to me. Yeah. Because I was like, who is this girl? I know I've seen her before, dude. Don't tell me I haven't seen her before. But I liked her little character. And as you say, I loved her growth in 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 the show she was one of the pure ones that had not been corrupted actually she didn't know anything about it uh, about no. about the whole thing no mom I, was I on really board, but she wasn't portrayal of her wide-eyed innocence into cynicalism and really realizing how things actually worked was was portrayed very well yeah yeah you're absolutely right now there's another uh, person, another cast member here that I kept also always trying to figure out because I'm like the kid that played Huey Campbell, Jack Quaid. I I could see from the very beginning, you know, that's you know uh, Dennis Quaid's son. That, that, you know, like you can see that, but also he was looking like somebody else to me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I know I could see some Dennis Quaid there. But like, like, who is, who else is he, is he, is he the kid of, right? And it turns out that he is the kid of Dennis Quaid with Meg Ryan. Oh. oh yeah, and that's why he's that that part from below his mouth on, all you can see is Meg Ryan. Yeah, okay, all right, yes. And, and I'm like, man, that's what it is. This is it right there. But I like his character, too, because it's another one with wide-eyed innocence who was actually a fan of the superheroes. Yes. Until reality hit him. Bam! L- literally. <laughs> <laughs> Without any spoilers, literally. Yeah, and so... And also, this was another character that kind of grew into something he never expected to be, uh, to do things that he never in his life imagined he would have ever done. And I like that. I liked it too. And it took me a long time to warm up to him for whatever reason. Like in the beginning, I kind of just wanted to smack him around a little bit. He was slightly annoying, wasn't he? (laughs) Yeah, he was. But the... (laughs) The uh, the progression of, of him and the progression of the actor is very, very subtle. 
And I found myself really rooting for this for this guy eventually. So if you find him annoying at first, hang in there because he actually really gets really good. Well, okay. So moving on to a character that actually rubbed me the wrong way from the very beginning. And it's the Homeland. Oh, God. The Homelander. Homelander, yes. God, I hated this guy. I hated everything about him. There was... Uh, there's there's something so like Mitt Romney about him. <laughs> yes, and there's something very like I I don't know if they if they actually use CGI on his face to make it appear a little smoother or if it's something that they did with makeup effects. But there's something about that that's a little unsettling yes. about his face. Yes, because it it's like very smooth and very almost Botoxed. And then when he sort of changes character, that goes away and it's unsettling. It yes. really is. Yes. It, 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 like, and, you know, I kept thinking, why is it that this guy seems like a genuine American patriot that everybody else would like, except me? Uh, do you know what I mean? Like this kind of guy. And it, it don't like, this guy looks like one of Mitt Romney's five boys. He has a super punchable face. <laughs> That's exactly that is. And I'm not advocating. We're not advocating. <laughs> no, not advocating punch any of it's, just, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, it comes from your lizard brain or whatever that is like, you know what? I really want to punch this motherfucker's lights out. <laughs> explain why i just really want to i could not like this guy for the life of me i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't and now sleazeball from the beginning i am assuming that probably that's what they wanted that, that that's where they wanted to go with it but man if they if that's, if that's what they wanted they actually got it with me because i don't like this dude at all Mm-mm. So in that that character is played by Anthony Starr, the the Homelander. It's Anthony Starr. He is also from New Zealand, and the truth is, Kiwi crew going on here. I know there's quite a a bit of them, Um, but like I haven't seen him in in a lot. I was totally unaware that he existed before this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, from what I see here, he's been on uh, Banshee from 2013 to 2016. He's on American Gothic, which is one of those shows I always meant to watch and never did. Like me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. I I will watch it one day, but not today. Oh, he was on Xena Warrior Princess. Is that so? Yes. Yes, Xena Warrior Princess will always have a, a, a fond place in my heart because back in my days of television, I used to air that TV show. So, uh, okay, I thought you you used to pretend to be Xena. Well, uh, that you know, too. That's that's between me and the television station. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he played he played the, the hell of that character. So I like I, I I like that what he's done with the character. But as you said, they made his face extremely punchable yes <laughs> so moving on to another superhero character that i kind of didn't get what his point what the point was with with him the a train yeah the, what was his okay other than being a fast guy how did he like solve crime like i, I don't you know i i guess he chased people down i, I don't know <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I really don't know. What was, it? What was his thing, man? Like, I, I don't know. There's a few of them that I didn't quite understand because the fact of the matter is a lot of these superheroes, you never saw them actually in real action. I think the most you saw of those of, of the of the heroes actually in action were uh, Starlight, the Homelander, Queen Maeve, and... Black Noir, who apparently was some kind of like ninja kind of shit. Which just cracks me up that his name means Black Black. Black Black, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Who black, did black. that? <laughs> translucent, translucent. <laughs> translucent got his ass killed. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, 
I love how when he's fighting with Billy Butcher and Billy Butcher is like translucent, it doesn't even mean what is it doesn't even mean invisible translucent means you can sort of see through. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He's just busting him for his name change while they're beating the shit out of each other. It was great. And then Billy Butcher goes ahead and just spit on him. <laughs> now I can see you as motherfucker. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Okay. So A Train is played by Jesse Usher. Uh, that's another dude that I don't know much about, really. No, no. When I saw the name Usher, I thought, well, is he related to, you know, the musician Usher? Because I don't know anything, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, bec- well, I know that Usher's last name is Raymond. <laughs> oh, well, never mind then. But yeah, I don't, I don't know much about him, but he's been in some things. So he co-starred. American, what was it, Independence Day Resurgence? Um, oh, that was a big flop. Yeah, and he starred as Cam Calloway on the Stars television series Survivor's Remorse. Which, actually, to tell you the truth, the only thing I watch on Stars is Power. So maybe that's why I missed that one. <laughs> you know, but I think I think he was, he's a good little actor, you know. Um his character didn't have much of a much depth to tell you the truth was it no he really didn't seem to he, he i don't know he was sort of there to advance the plot i felt like yeah uh, yeah i didn't and there really isn't any growth from him other than being a giant dick but <laughs> but like as as an actor with what he was given i think he did quite 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 well <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Nothing against the actor at all. Yeah. Just the character itself is a little two dimensional. But I think that's all that was required of this particular character. Yeah. Then there's the deep. Oh god. The deep is an absolute fucking douchebag. <laughs> and 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 the 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 guy who plays him is so good at it that it's yes. oh. Yes. It turns the character of the deep makes you sick. As a female, he makes me sick. Yeah, and yeah. and the fact that the kid who plays him, his name is Chase Crawford. I mean, his name is practically Chad. Yes. So it's it's yeah, oh, which God, like it's is terrible. like the staple of douchebaggery in terms of names. Yes. Anybody named Chad is yes. a douchebag. So Chase is quite he's, there. Yes, and the deep, the deep is just disgusting. I'm sorry, but he's just disgusting. He, he is, he, oh, He's God. like a knockoff of Aquaman, but with no respect, no self-respect, no nothing. Like. No nothing, <laughs> no nothing, no spine, no nothing. Yeah, he was sort of like Homelander's little bitch. <laughs> yes, very much so. And there was a, a slightly disgusting scene with him that I was like completely turned off and and actually no, literally disgusted by it. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw this. How how far did you go into the the season? Um, I'm in the middle of episode six. Okay. Um. So it wasn't it wasn't really my cup of. I wish they didn't show that at all. Like you know. But yeah. You <laughs> you you have to see this. Because at the beginning, they set up his character. I mean, the very first thing he does is from hopefully anybody, but especially from a female's point of view, absolutely horrible yes. and absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Um, so I'm not surprised that there's more disgusting things with this character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not even comparable to what he did in the beginning, which, as you say, was like absolutely horrible. But there is something about him that you discover, you know, that is like, oh, dude, yeah, I, yeah, no. Mm-mm. The uh, Queen Maeve, Dominic McElligot, is that, is that her name? Dominic McElligot. Yes. Um, she's one of those that also I kept, sort of like recognizing her face from something else, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Um, w- w- what do you know of her? 
The only thing I know of her is what I've read on IMDb, and she was in House of Cards, and I know you were a big fan of that, so mm-hmm. you might remember her from House of Cards. Mm-hmm. She was in the Astronaut Wives Club. She was in The Last Tycoon. She's oh. Irish. Right. Okay. So I think I know I know who she played on House of Cards, now that you... Okay. She yeah. played Hannah Conway. Right. This is... Uh, was the wife of a candidate in um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 okay. So, yeah, there's something. She, her story, her storyline, uh, Queen Maeve, in the story, like the, you know, her life plot, if you will, wasn't really deep, but it had a bit of uh, contortions to it, right? It had a bit yeah. of... of um, substance to it more than anything else like th- there's a backstory there that i hope we get to discover with uh, seasons to come because i think there's something interesting about her I about agree. her character yeah but i i do think that there was so much focus on starlight and homelander and carl urban's character billy butcher that there's some of these superheroes that we would we, we probably need to know their origins. And I hope they get into that. And then we have Karen Fukuhara. I actually like her character. What was uh, her name again? The, the, the female. The female. But she actually has a name. Like, eventually yeah, they learn that she has a name. But she doesn't yeah. speak... And I want to say that she probably can speak. She just chooses not to speak the character based on a huge amount of PTSD. Do you you not think so? I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree she's choosing not to speak. I don't think it's a... uh, uh, I mean, I don't think they've, like, removed her vocal cords or anything like that or that part of her brain is missing. I think she's got some really bad stuff happen to her, so... Yeah, but she's fantastically badass. She will kick anybody's ass, you know, but at the same time, she's so lovable. Yes. <laughs> Such innocence. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And I, I love the interactions between her and Frenchie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frenchie. And her, there's something going on over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just like I, I really enjoy the interactions between Huey and Annie. Um, I feel like they have some chemistry I haven't seen on screen in a while. Yeah, that is um, true. They, they kind of are throwing lines at each other and it feels so natural. Like it's almost like you're watching a, a real relationship happen. So um, I, I, I haven't seen anything quite like that in a while. So that, that, that was really nice to see that kind of chemistry on screen. You're absolutely right. I, li- I like the way that was uh, scripted. I like where they're going with the relationship. It is fantastic. One character that actually was very interesting and it took me a while to figure out who it was. It was uh, MM mother's milk played by Lars Alonso. Laz Alonso is this dude that I've always liked him because he's one of those few dudes that can play different ethnicities <laughs> within the dark-skinned, you know, spectrum. I think if I'm if I if I if I'm not mistaken, Laz Alonso is sort of like in the Gina Rivera world. Uh, the child of a black Cubans and obviously raised in the United States as, you know, as African-American, but Las Alonso is, is an interesting dude for me because he has played characters that are like, you know, North Africans. (laughs) He has played a full blown Spanish guy, you know, Spanish speaking character, but at the same time, he, fits the profile of any African-American character. So as Mother's Milk, I had never seen him with a full beard. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why it took me a while to figure out, oh, that's Las Alonso. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I, I enjoyed the character of 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, dude, I was saying he was dope. He was really, really dope. Yeah. 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 I really enjoyed the character of Mother's Milk and I enjoyed the introduction to the character of Mother's Milk. Um, and uh, just doing some quick reading here on IMDb about Laz Alonzo. He actually started as an investment banker for Merrill Lynch. Oh, my God. And decided that wasn't for him and, and started acting. So good for him. Wow. I, I just think that's cool. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you take your risk and you go with it. But, but I mean, he's been in, he's been in like, he's, he's a very um, long career actor. He's been on, on some very good stuff. And he plays very good characters. He's been in the Fast and Furious, uh, you know, gang. And uh, I didn't rem- I don't know he was on, on Avatar. But uh, we're still waiting for the next Avatar, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. And how many of those are planned? Like 25 or something? <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe... <laughs> Maybe the second one by the time that I have grandchildren, <laughs> great grandchildren by the time that shit comes out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that is dope. Laz Alonso has a fantastic story. It has a fantastic uh, character as Mother's Milk. Yeah, I, I yeah. love the introduction to his character. Just the beginning scene to the introduction of his character just makes me happy. I love it. Yeah, is in. I hope to see more of him. I'm a bit bummed out that. They only did eight episodes of uh, mm-hmm. of the boys. I think they should have gone for more. <laughs> I think they should have gone for more and um, just so much more because I don't know that I want to wait a whole year for the next eight episodes. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, I understand. But at the same time, if it's going to be quality, I don't mind waiting. Yeah, that is true. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that is the truth. So there's a very let, let's talk about Tomer Tomer Capone or Tomer Capon, <laughs> whatever you want to pronounce it. Frenchie. I have to confess that I'd never seen this dude before. And this might well be his introduction to American uh, television. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not aware of him at, at all. So, or wasn't aware of him at all before this happened. So, I was very surprised to find out he wasn't French, because <laughs> um, I, I thought the accent. I mean, you know, I don't know a whole lot about French people, but the accent sounded really good to me. And when he was speaking French, it sounded good to me. And if you say that you were surprised to learn he was French, then. <laughs> Yeah. Then I then I know he did a good job. Yeah, um, he, he he's good. And poss- poss- he possibly is bilingual, uh, you you know. But but when when he referred to this girl as mon coeur, mon coeur, you you are okay, mon coeur? You know, it was like so French. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let me find out about this dude. It's like, yeah, he's Israeli. So um Very kudos awesome. to him. I like I like Frenchie a lot because he is one of those versatile dude that can get you out of any jam. Mm-hmm. Um, very resourceful dude, but also he has this. He, he, like I, I suspect that there's there Frenchie has a past that we want to know about, mm-hmm. and they hint a lot of, at his past, which is. Which is something I think may be happening in the next season. We we get to know a lot more about these characters and why they find themselves in in the place they are today. But Frenchie is particularly interesting to me. So Elizabeth Shue playing Madeline Stilwell. She's good. Yes. But She's really good at this corporate thing. Can I tell you something? Whenever I saw her, the only person that came to mind for me was Kellyanne Conway for some reason. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, did, did you not see that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't know. The Yeah. 
that's, that's, that's all I saw. But I definitely did. Well, you haven't finished the show, but I, I definitely did not like the way things ended with her. I think the writers of the show were a bit cruel with, with, with her. <laughs> not that I liked her, not that I liked her character, uh, Madeline Stilwell. I think she had a lot of things coming to her. But mm-hmm. I just think that her end was not really deserving. It, it's, it was a bit too much for me. <laughs> so, gotcha. yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna keep it there. <laughs> you know who I was very surprised to see in this? I had no idea that he was in it, and when he popped up on screen, I, I actually laughed out loud. Um, was Simon Pegg? Is that what? What character was Simon Pegg? That was that was Huey's dad. Yeah, he's, he's an English dude, isn't he? Yes, yes. Simon Pegg is in one of my favorite movies of all time, which is um, Hot Fuzz. And um, Simon Pegg is has been in, in many, many things. He's he's in the Mission Impossible series. Um, but it was it was weird seeing him play somebody's dad when the somebody seemed to be well into being an adult and yeah. and and simon Pegg is old enough but he's never i that i've seen i've never seen him play a character like that before he's always played sort of i don't know uh, not somebody who is a father to well and grown children so um that was kind of a i don't know that one took me out of the the moment for a second because i'm like that's simon Pegg. and and i i seem to remember seeing him and that's all i kept thinking about that he was in something with um with ricky gervais yes um i'm not i'm not remembering what at the moment but an interesting thing about simon Pegg is the character of huey was when they wrote the character of Huey for the either comic series or graphic novel, I'm not sure which it was, but when they wrote the character of Huey, they wrote it um, with Simon Pegg in mind. Oh. Like they, they, they drew it to look like Simon Pegg. They hmm. drew the character of Huey to have sort of his mannerisms and that kind of thing. So I guess him being too old to play Huey, they let him be the dad, and he said he was extremely happy to get to be a part of it. So good for him. I, I, I liked his his character. I liked what, what he did there. He yes. was, he was like the sort of like the clueless, but really loving single dad, if you will. Yes. You know, that not necessarily yes. a helicopter dad, but someone who really, really, really loves his child and would do anything, anything for his kid, no matter how adult and how grown up the kid might be. And, and, you know, it was it was it was it was a cool thing to see, um, but yeah. Anytime I saw him, all I kept thinking about and it, it, was he in Afterlife. Um, I don't think he was in Afterlife. He's been in uh, Star Trek. He he plays the new Scotty in the Star Trek movies, the newer Star Trek movies. Mm. Um, I don't think he was in Afterlife. I'm not seeing it on his um. IMDb page. And uh, I don't know why I keep seeing him next to Ricky Gervais for some reason. So. I don't know because I am too, and I can't. I can't think why. But I'm, they probably have together, honestly. But yeah, he's in Hot Fuzz, one of my favorite movies. He's in Shaun of the Dead, which is a great movie. Um, he's been he's been in a lot of things, but um, he's he's a very talented and very funny actor. So. Here's, I suppose, my question to you. I, I'm bummed out at the fact that The Boys has not been a huge, splashing success so far. Do you think it is just because people have not discovered The Boys and that eventually The Boys is going to become a big thing? Or do you think that there is there's going to be this shadow, <laughs> dark shadow over Amazon Prime shows that they never make a big splash. Like I, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm slightly disturbed about this because I feel like 
this is good enough show that should be in everybody's mouth. Yeah, I don't know because I feel like Netflix is making some bad decisions. Um, and not just because of the OA, but because of, of other things that are going on. And if you read the news about Netflix, they've lost subscribers for the first time ever. Um, so I, I think with that happening, people may be slowly turning their faces towards other streaming platforms. And I hope that Amazon gets some get some people watching things. Um, I don't know if they're ever going to have the big blockbusters like Netflix had um, in the past, but I, th I think that people are going to going to start paying attention and going to start watching things. They have renewed the boys for a second season. They've already announced that. So, I mean, I think that's a good sign. I think that, you know, I, I I'm hopeful that Amazon will keep, keep keeping on. <laughs> Yeah, and I keep I keep thinking that maybe winning some stuff, you know what I mean, has a lot to do with it because I I I personally didn't know. For me, the biggest series that Amazon has had ever was Transparent, and I discovered Transparent because it was winning stuff everywhere, you know. And I I guess if you know people who don't have a subscription. The moment they're watching an award show and they see, you know, one particular show winning a lot of stuff, they'd be like, okay, maybe I should give it a look, you know, take a look at Amazon Prime. But I, the, the problem is I've seen so many people who have Amazon Prime, but yet don't use Amazon Video for some reason. Oh, yeah, I have it, but I don't watch anything on it. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they don't, because I mean, I don't know what it's like in other households, obviously, but I know in my household, Amazon wasn't as easy to like Netflix. Like you turn on the TV and the Netflix and the Netflix. Oh Lord, I'm old. And Netflix, Netflix. Is instantly there. The Netflix instantly pops up, but like Amazon, you have to install the app and you have to do things. And I, and I know that people just don't are only interested in convenience. So maybe that's part of it. Yeah. I think I don't know. it's a beautiful thing that Roku has done is that the little remote actually has the buttons it comes with four specific buttons one for amazon one for netflix one for sling tv and one for some other thing and maybe if amazon actually that makes the fire stick would do something like that yeah then yeah, I, I, th I honestly think that some of it may come down to convenience because, I mean, you know, like people just don't, they just don't know how to, they get phones and they don't know how to use them. So, yeah. Yeah. and they're not interested in learning. That's the other thing. I yeah. get a phone. I don't know how to use it either, but I'm interested in learning how. Exactly. And for the first three days I have this phone, man, i would be like all over it, even if I mess it up. You know. Right. So but what? Start over. A lot of people are just like, ah, I just received my phone call. <laughs> and I'm, I'm scared I might mess something up. Oh, for yeah, Lord's sake. Yeah. I get the Facebook and that's all. The know. Facebook. <laughs> well, you know, it's amazing that we don't, don't think that because we don't have a lot to say about the show, it's not as good as we think we think it is. I think it's such a good show that speaks for itself. And all you have to do is actually go watch it because yeah. otherwise we could tell you everything you need to know, but that's not the point to this show. We, we just want to point you into the direction of, of anything that we like. Yeah. And then yeah. you take it from there, right? Yeah. This is on Amazon. It's eight episodes for the season. The season is all there, so you can binge it if you want to, or you can watch it episode at a time if that's prefer how you prefer to do things. Each episode is, I believe, about an hour long, and um, and they're great. But don't watch it with the kids. I, I know we've already said that, but yeah. I'm going to reiterate it. And for everybody in the back, please don't don't watch it with the kids in the room. There is some messed up shit that goes on, but it's it's. It's a really good show. 
and it's really something that I think great given some of the climates and some of the stuff that's going on we we kind of need it in in this world <laughs> yeah you're absolutely right in that it is a refreshing little show with characters that you will fall in love with and characters that you will understand the intricacy of 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 their being so this is some characters that you're just gonna want to punch in the face so <laughs> especially homelander yes but again he's scary as fuck so i don't want to punch him in the face really <laughs> <laughs> well you know yeah I, mean, I do want to punch him in the face but i i don't want to you know yeah yeah maybe well, yeah. if i become translucent or something yeah there we go that would be awesome right <laughs> Not if you have to be naked all the time. Can you imagine sitting down and you got to be naked all the time? <laughs> but he was a creep, though. Oh, Lord, yes. God, he was a creep. Yes. Yes, and but I mean, I just honestly, I can't imagine having to take all your clothes off so you can be translucent and then having to sit your naked butt down where everybody else is sat. I mean, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, man. That, that was a very complicated character and- yeah, I I kind of liked the way he ended. <laughs> I have to say, I did too. Like Huey, <laughs> go boy! <laughs> that was awesome. All right, so my friends, watch the boys. It's on Amazon. I've would say, as we've said, and you're gonna like it. And then when you see it and like it, come back and tell us. But from now. From the very beginning, we're going to tell you. Jocelyn and I will tell you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're welcome. Uh, thank you very much for being with us, for listening, and uh, for continuing to support us. Supporting us by uh, following us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find Jocelyn on Instagram as Jocelyn Podcast. Right, Jocelyn? That's me. Yes. Jocelyn, you, you, you've gained some followers lately, haven't you? I have. I have. I'm up to like 18 now. I'm, I'm big time. Look at you, dude. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter, we are kicking and streaming. So kicking with the letter N. So what's it called? N. And streaming. And on Instagram, we are kicking and streaming underscore podcast. And you can always go to our website. We have a website. It is kickingandstreamingpodcast.com. You can listen directly to our podcast for the week, which is on the very beginning, on the very uh, homepage. And if you would like to listen to anything else we've done, then go to Podcast Archives, which is the following page. And there it is. You will find... Every 26 episodes that we've produced so far. Yep. Am I right? That's right. And then I'm proud of all of them. And there's some of them that I'm especially proud of. So. Oh, yeah. 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 I, like I said, I go back and listen when the show is, is, is published. I go back and listen to it. And I listen to it not as the guy that hosts the show. If I were some dude that is listening to the show for the first time and I catch the things that we like, I find myself actually laughing at our jokes and she sometimes saying, yeah, I wouldn't have said that really, (laughs) you know, that was a mistake. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so, and I do that, you know, not because I like to listen to my voice or whatever, but it's precisely because I want to, you know, I, I like to be my my worst critic. And when some shit didn't happen the way it should have happened, I say that to myself and be like, yeah, maybe next time we shouldn't do that. <laughs> <You know. laughs> so at the same token, we would like you to do the same. Like when you listen to our show, whatever you like, just let us know. You know how to get to us. But if you listen to our show on Apple Podcasts, Please, please, please go ahead and rate us. Just just say, you know, give us a couple of stars and rate us. You know, be honest. Tell us what you think. And by rating us on Apple Podcasts, obviously that will put us 
at a um, a higher findable is that a thing find yeah i think mm-hmm. so findable we'll, we'll become a bit we'll more be, findable yeah. we'll we'll be more accessible exactly so that's 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 what we want yeah Joseph, you got more you got anything uh, i don't think so <laughs> i hope this coming week's a better one than the last one good we're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. We have hope. Yes. Very well then. So for me, for Jocelyn, this is goodbye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. Jocelyn. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. Yep. <laughs>